We're recording. Here we go. My producer's cold, and I don't give a fuck. I told him to go upstairs to get a sweater. He can have one, but he didn't. He said, never mind. Um, welcome to Congratulations. We're here. This is the sixth episode, I believe. Um, and thanks for everyone for listening. I got in a right... I'm, set, I'm getting right to it, dude. I'm just getting right to it, rude boss. Um... You know what I mean? How are my fucking Jamaican things? Good? Dude, I I honestly think that it's fucking hilarious that Drake sometimes talks like with a Jamaican accent. He is he Jamaican? He's just from Toronto, right? He's not a rude bois. Is he is he a Jamaican thing? I don't think so, dude. But it's hilarious. And he just gets away with it. He's like, Yeah, she's my side thing. But he's not Jamaican. That would be like if I just all of a sudden started talking like this for no reason. People would be like, hey, Chris, you're from New Jersey. Oh, I know. But, you know, I met a bird the other day. She, she mashed on me knobs, too. I met a bird. You're fucking, you're not, you're not Jamaican. Why would, he, if I all of a sudden was sort of walking around and been like, mm, yeah, if I was at a coffee shop and I was like, yeah, I want to get a nice Americano and then what do you want? My, uh, my rude boy wants to get actually an iced vanilla latte, if you could hook that up for that, for his, um, for him and then his, and then, and then, uh, his ting, his side ting wants, uh, just a hot coffee. Thanks. So let's see. Let's recap this. I want an iced Americano for the rude boy. He wants, um, an iced America or uh, an iced coffee or whatever it is, and then his side ting just wants a hot coffee. That's fucking ridiculous. They'd look at me like I'm an asshole. Anyway, what's up, Rude Boise? Um, I'm here. I I uh I didn't I didn't again once again I didn't really write anything down. It's very stupid of me. Um, but this is the sixth episode, dude, and we're doing it, babies. How are my babies, dude? I'm being I'm being so annoying, actually. Um, all right, dude, let's talk about some, uh, some good shit. I was in, where was I? Madison and Milwaukee. I did two shows. I did one in Madison, which was packed, great theater. Uh, and then I did a Milwaukee show and it was okay. Milwaukee one was great. Madison was a little bit amateur night. I don't like when people come out and call out shit like I'm a jukebox and do like, do the bit, do the one bit, or they try to impress you with their knowledge. Shut up, laugh, and be quiet. Laugh and don't laugh. Um, those are the two options when you go to a comedy show. Laugh and don't laugh. Don't scream out things. You got Tourette syndrome? You don't have Tourette syndrome. We got Tourette syndrome, I guess, sorry. But um, so they did, they, that, that was a little bit amateur night, and they did that. Um, and it, it makes me mad deep inside when that happens because it's as a disrespectful. It's as a disrespectful for to me, but more importantly, it's as a disrespectful for the people who paid monies to go enjoy a show. They don't like that. Um, so the Milwaukee show was fucking really fun, though, man. I was loosey goosey, um, having a silly goose time, and it was good. And then, oh, one guy got mad. He was like, dude. Um, you have the same, he tweeted afterwards. He was like, you had the same closer last time I saw you for three years, which first of all is not true. I have not had the joke for three years. Second of all, that's how comedy works. 
One time I was watching Jer- Jerry Lewis talk about, do an interview about comedy. And he said, hey, that's comedy, babe. It was a cock, but also that is comedy, babe. Hey, that's comedy, babe. My brother and I still say it to each other. That's comedy, babe. And we laugh so hard. Eh, sick But um, yeah, dude, that's how it works. Plus, he was like griping on the internet that I did a fucking four-minute bit. Uh, everything else he hadn't seen. But yo, bro, not cool. Same joke three years in a row. Not true, first of all. Maybe at most two years. But also, I only hit markets like once every two years. So this motherfucker's traveling to see me? What a weirdo. Um, anyway, so it was good, man. I had a good time in, uh, in Milwaukee. Madison was okay, but, um, Madison's really a nice place though, man. It's like a cute fucking town or city, I guess. And it's got the Capitol building. I don't know, by the way, what the Capitol building, um, I guess Capitol buildings all kind of look the same. I guess I just realized that even though I'm 36 and we were driving, the, the driver that I had was driving me around and, uh, I literally... This shit made me fiery red mad. I got to work on my anger a little bit because we're driving and in the distance we see the Capitol building. Like that's how Capitol buildings are. You're driving down the street and you see the beautiful Capitol building at the front, like in the distance. That's how it is. It's supposed to be grand. And there, of course, we're driving down the street with buildings on it. And I say to the driver, oh, what's that building? And he points to the building on the right and he says, I don't know. I think it's a bank or something. The bank, I said, yeah, I'm not talking about the building we're driving by. I'm talking about the building up in front, the glorious fucking dome-shaped building. He was like, oh, I I think it's a Chase Bank. I I was like, this, and I got, and I just, I looked at my opener, and I was just like, and my opener just looks at me, and he goes, the guy's fucking 75. And I said, yeah, but I'm obviously not asking what a Chase Bank is. I got to work on that, though, man. I have to. Um, but I did the shows and they were great. I'm back in LA now. Um, and I'm I'm in I'm in LA doing my doing chilling with my root boys. Um, but yeah, I'm a fucking on one right now. I gotta calm down. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got. Uh, oh, dude, you know what I fucking saw recently? Moneyball. Dude, that movie is so good. If you don't like the movie Moneyball, you got no soul, I think. It's such a fucking good movie. I watched it on the plane and like it was so it was such a good plane movie, man. It's a great movie by the way, period. But like it I was like it made me forget I was on the plane and Brad Pitt's so good in it. Philip Seymour Hoffman is literally a fucking coach in it. He's a baseball manager. I don't give a shit. He's that's how good he is. And it's just so good, man. And it's so interesting. It's not that like I guess it like that that's a movie that the book was probably amazing and then they could have really fucked up the movie because the movie was it's like it's such a book. Like there's so many intricate parts, and it's all about statistics and shit, and how baseball teams do well. And, and but but they fucking nailed it, man. It was good. And Jonah Hill was fucking really good. He was nominated for an Oscar. Um, yeah, it was so good. It was such a good movie. By the last scene, I was like kind of tearing up actually. Uh, really good, man. I think you'd like it if you're a rude boy. 
But um, or if you know you have something to watch with your side ting. My buddy said that it's a really good movie to watch it with, watch with your side ting because first of all, no, he said he's seen it eighteen times at least with chicks because you can you you uh, first of all, it, 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 no girl has ever seen it, which is good because it's about baseball, right? But it's still a romantic movie a little bit in a way because it's romantic about baseball, and you and and it's like. It's good because you could turn it off at any time also because it's like not like a- there's no action in it where you're like, oh, fuck, where you're sitting on the edge of your seat. But you could just turn it off and then in the middle, just fucking smash on your side ting and, and you're not really missing anything. And then just turn it on later if you want after, you know, post smash wrap up um, and just finish the movie with your ting. But um, yeah, so. It's a great movie, dude. You got to watch that movie. I know it came out in 2011 or whatever, but like, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't really watch the movies like that. I sat next to this guy on the plane, though. I always like to sit on the window seat so I don't have to get up if the guy has to go to the bathroom. Like, if the ting next to me has to get, if there's a rude boy next to me and he needs to go to the bathroom, I don't want to have to get up if I don't want to, right? So I always get the side, I get the, um, you know, the, the, the next to the window, right? And there was a guy next to me that was, you know, maybe in his 50s. And I thought when people talk too much, it's the most annoying thing. But this guy fucking literally didn't say a word to me. He didn't say a word. He didn't speak. He could have been mute. I don't think he was mute, though. He just didn't get it. He didn't have that mute vibe. He just was kind of a dude. And I'd be like, he was sitting down already when I walked into the thing. And I was like, oh, excuse me, man. I got to get by you. And he just moved. He just got up and moved. And I said, oh, thanks, man. Sorry about that. Said nothing. Got up, went to the bathroom. I said, hey, buddy, you, you mind if I go to the bathroom? Didn't say shit. Got up, walked out, walked out. I said, thanks, appreciate it. Didn't say shit. Went to the bathroom, came back, said, hey, bud. He said nothing. Got up, walked in the aisle, passed him and said, sorry about that. Thanks a lot. He said nothing. Okay? An hour and a half later, I had to go to the bathroom again. It was a five-hour flight. I got up. I said, excuse me, bud. You mind? He gets up, said nothing. Walks out into the aisle. I said, thanks. Sorry about that. He says nothing. I go to the bathroom. I come back. I said, you mind if I get back in? He says nothing, gets up, and I walk in, and I don't say shit now. I'm like, all right, fuck it. No thanks then, bud. You're not going to acknowledge I'm speaking? So then I sit down, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Maybe he just doesn't care to talk. Fine. Maybe he's in a bad mood. Then he goes to put on his, then the lady comes up, the the stewardess comes up and hands me his blazer. The guy's in a fucking button down shirt and slacks and nice shoes. I'm in a fucking something that looks like, you know, I have a wide fucking neck t-shirt with a pocket on it and pants that are cuffed at the bottom. And she hands me the blazer and I look at her and I was like, you think that fucking blazer is mine? And she gives it, oh, whoops, and she gives it to the guy. He says nothing to her. And then he goes to put on the blazer and hits me in the fucking face while he's putting the blazer on with his left arm, says nothing. He doesn't apologize. Dude. Literally, the plane could have been going down and he would have been like, just not saying shit. Like, say something sometimes. If you are being, if you are being, and not sleeping for five hours 
and you don't say something, even if you're alone, wow, wow. Dude, when I'm alone for five hours, I've spoken no bullshit at least 32 times. I'm talking to people that aren't there. I'm saying shit to myself. I'm talking to my dogs. I'm laughing sometimes. I thought that was crazy, but dude, if no, it's not. This guy was in public on a fucking plane, didn't say shit for five years. Hi, ah, you craze. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, really? You did that? You craze. You crazy person. And he wasn't a mute. Don't give me that shit. Nobody tweeted me and be like, maybe he was mute. Nope. Wasn't. He was a fucking 50-something-year-old Asian man that was just a regular-ass dude. Very weird. Very weird. Hey, man, do me a favor. Don't punch my face and not say something. Dude, real quick, man, I have a, I have a, I have a favor. If you ever punch me in the face, say something about it. It's actually unbelievable. That was unbelievable. Talk about a rude boy. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And even if, uh, by the way, he was Asian. If you couldn't speak English, I don't give a fuck. Say at least look at me and be like, oh, yeah. you know, he's Asian. So if you're a fucking white guy, you just if you don't speak the language in Asia. If I bump into an Asian guy, I go, oh, oh, sorry, bud. I still speak my language, or I learn the word for sorry or whatever the fuck, you know. This guy fucking punched me in the face, didn't even look at me, and just didn't even sp- care to speak the fucking Asian language. Say something. I don't know what, what race he was, but say something. Mumble. Do that. I do that. Hi. Do that. Um... Yeah. I, I by the way, I got a I got a fucking alert here. You don't um I was t- I was t- actually talking about this on my Snapchat. Bro, one time I saw a girl on Instagram and she was and she was waiting for her friend and uh, like drinking wine. It said in the description and she looked at the Instagram and she goes like this. She looked at the picture or, or at the camera and she goes she says like this. She says, "Waiting game. Lost my shit. Lost my shit." That was her post. Waiting game. No. Just waiting. It's not a game. You're just waiting. Hey, oh, dude, worst game show ever. Hi, welcome to Waiting Game where we wait around for 30 seconds for our friends and go. Uh, you lost. Because we're all losers. Wait, waiting game. And she sang it. You're just waiting. If you're eating a burger, you're eating. You're not playing the eating game. Dude, this fucking shit killed me. I'm at the doctor's. Checkup game. No. Hi, bye. Dude, oh my God. Also, if you're waiting for your friend, don't make me wait for your friend too. Don't fucking put a video of you waiting on the internet. I'm watching it now. I'm waiting. Worst content ever. Worst content ever. Don't make me wait too when I'm not waiting. That's so rude. Rude game. My buddy used to tell me stories of girls he would hang out with and it would end in not having sex. That's what the equivalent of is that for the guy. 
Don't tell me the fucking story that you had to fucking do and not have sex afterwards. And now I got to listen to it. Guess what? I get to fuck you now, dude. That's what I get to do. Turn around. Dude, I get to fuck you, bro. You told me that boring story. Turn around. If you tell me that story about not having sex with a girl, turn around. Turn around, put on that song that goes, Closing time, one last call for alcohol. Turn around. Bro, imagine having sex and then that song comes on, on your iPad. It doesn't matter if it's a hooker, immediately you fell in love. Dude, (laughs) that's the most lovely song of all time. Imagine, you know, because iPods, you put it on shuffle, you're listening to Ice Cube or some shit. America Cosmos Wanted, and then you're fucking a hooker, and then all of a sudden, closing time, one last call for alcohol. You go like this, will you marry me? And you have an orgasm. It doesn't matter if it's a hooker. She goes, what? Awkward game. (laughs) Bro, holy shit. Remember that song? It came out in like 1990 or whatever it was. That's how 90s it was. It wasn't even a year. It was just 1990 question mark. Closing. And every bar played it at the closing time. That's so annoying. They couldn't wait, the employees, till that song came on. Closing time. I hate whiny-ass, bitch-ass voices like that. But that song rocks. It does. I don't like... Any of the fucking closing time. So whiny. You 16? Maybe they were 16. I don't even know. Those guys probably fucking tour now and they have bigger crowds than me, no doubt. And the whole crowds just wait for that fucking closing time. One last call for alcohol. You don't have to go home, but don't stay here. I know what you want to take me home. Worst lyrics ever. I have no fucking idea. Waiting game. Oh, my God, dude. Um, so, yeah. First ever. Fifth episode. Sixth episode. Semisonic. Oh, from 1998, dude. Album was called Feeling Strangely Fine. Set Defensive. Set Defensivo. King Defensivo. Hello, King Defensivo. We'd like to have a word. Ah, I'm sorry. I was listening to my favorite album, Feeling Strangely Fine. And it's because everything is okay. Trust me. (laughs) How do you fucking make an album called Feeling Strangely Fine... And not be the most insecure person of all time, dude. Hey, feeling strangely fine. How are you? How many of you talking to somebody? Dude, I haven't seen you in a while. How's everything going? Oh, it's good, man. Just been feeling strangely fine. You'd be like, oh, bye. Oh, you would literally think he got his dick sawn off. And that's why he's, hey, you know what? I'm feeling strangely fine. Why? Why? What's going on? Did anybody say my dick was cut off or something? I mean, come on, dude. Dick cut off game. Dude. My producer's crying laughing. 
Because that's so fucking insecure. Feeling strangely fine. Semi-sonic. Even semi, even that's insecure. Just be sonic. Well, we don't want to go the whole way. I mean, what, there's probably people more out there, out there that are more sonic. So let's just say semi-sonic. And then they're even insecure. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Do whatever you want. It's up to you. Don't take my advice. <laughs> my relationships don't work, but I'm feeling strangely fine. Swear to God. Oh, my God, dude. God, I, I, I got to end this fucking podcast right now. I mean, come on. Wow, the most 90s song of all time. And you remember this song, I swear to God. Even if you live in Zimbabwe, they'd be like, yeah, I remember. That's how 90, it was 1990, 1990, a question mark? Dude, that song was the song, period. Wow, it was so funny, dude. Oh, man, when that, I, if you, and if you stayed till that song came you're such a white guy with flip-flops, man. God. Oh, man. You know who even knew that song? I'll tell you what. Here's how fucking dope that song was. That song came on. If that dude sitting next to me was listening to that song, he would fuck, he would have sang along. That's, that's how fucking much he would have been like, Closing a timer. One of us colorful alcohol. That's how fucking, that's how dope it was. I would have been like, oh, this guy speaks. Oh, man. Um, oh, for fuck's sake. They should play at old... They should play at old cella. They should close the old cella show. Old cella. Call it something else. The, you can't just rip off fucking Coachella and then be like, oh, well, we're older than them. Old cella? That guy that suggested that didn't get shot in the head? That should be on fucking... Uh, that show, What on Earth? On the Discovery Channel or whatever show that is. Here we have a guy that didn't get shot in the head, even though he coined the term Old Cella. How has nobody killed him? We've got satellite views of his basement, and he, and he's sitting, he's sitting in his house, alive. How did it happen? Let's go to a scientist. Well, you know, he got... He suggested old cella, and uh, we thought maybe maybe after that he went into hiding, but he's not. He's at his house, and he didn't get shot. We've got satellite pictures of it. I want them to, dude, old cella. How could you be like a, a really respected performer? I guess, how could you be a really respected performer and then be asked to play old cella and be like, yeah, I get it. I know money. I know I understand that the fucking answer is money. But, like, that's what my uncle would say. He'd be like, oh, I'll give you a million reasons why he would do it. And each, each reason was a dollar in case you don't catch that, you know? Hey, why did he play that part in that movie? That was an awful part. Well, I'll give you 250,000 reasons. Dude, that's so old school to do that. I'll give you 250,000 reasons. I want to use that phrase, but for way little amount of money. Dude. Uh, why'd you do that show at the comedy store? I'll give you 15, I'll give you 15 reasons. I performed in the original room on a Tuesday night. I'll give you 15 reasons. <laughs> oh my God. If you work minimum wage, you should say that. God, why do you work so hard at the fucking, 
at Best Buy. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you eight, eight, I'll give you eight reasons. I'll give you eight reasons an hour. How long you got? Do you have eight hours to sit around? I'll give you eight reasons each of those hours. I don't even know what minimum wage is. I'm such a fucking loser. Speaking of out of touch, because that's out of touch to not know what minimum wage is. I think it's like, what is it like? It's 10. Okay, it's 10.50. Oh, and I love how the, the liberals wanted it to be $15. And now they're just making robots. That's the best. That's the best. That's so sad in reality, but that's why it's also, you got to laugh at it. Otherwise, you'll go kill yourself. They're marching. They're out here marching. Needs to be $15. Needs to be $15. Needs to be $15. And people were like, start the production of robots immediately. And now you're going to roll by Wendy's and they're going to be like, would you like a cheeseburger? And you're like, what the fuck? What would you like on? Would you like fries with that? Um, oh no, now people are out of work. Meet my fucking robot dick. Mm, you complained too much. Now I work for free. Here's your goddamn chicken fingers. Eat my robot dick, liberals. <laughs> Turn around. Closing time. One last call for alcohol. You don't have to go home, but don't stay here. As he's fucking you. <laughs> Holy fuck, fuck. Holy fuck. Everyone's so backwards and all wrong. You know? Give them $15. Give them $15. They don't even have they don't even have fucking policemen. They literally don't even have policemen like watching them. They just have robots watching them. We fuck fuck this. March all you want. I'm getting a job at Wendy's. <laughs> oh my god. Wait a minute, something is awry here. Comments work at Burger King. Hello, may I take your move out of the way? God damn it. To the fucking poor employee. Move out of the way. My turn. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, but speaking of out of touch, dude. You ever see that fucking... uh Garth Brooks Facebook video. I was talking about it with Tom Segura. Apparently, he talks about it on his website a lot. Or, I'm sorry, on his podcast a lot, which I didn't know that. But, uh, fucking shit, man. That, I know you know that Facebook uh, thing. Where he's like, slick stuff, smooth stuff. Well, I like that. I'm on Facebook now. Yeah, it's 75 years too late. But you know what? Sometimes I wear one shirt that looks like two shirts. You look at the right side, and you're like, hey, that's a black button down. But then you look at the left side, and it's turquoise blue. They show, Did they sew two shirts together? Well, I like that. I'll take one. How much is it? $3,575? No, I'll take two. I like that. It's the most out-of-touch fucking video of all time. My friend told me, you know what? Facebook... You could talk to people. <laughs> well, I really like that. Hey, man, are you getting sucked off while you're shooting this video? Why is it so goddamn creepy? Also, have you ever seen the top of Garth Brooks' fucking head? Or was he, or does he, or is the top of his head literally a cowboy hat? What's on the top of his head that he's hiding? A pussy? 
Do you touch the top of his head when he goes to bed, when he takes his cowboy hat off? And does he say, well, I really like that. Slick stuff. Raw stuff. Touch my pussy on the top of my head. I like that. (laughs) That's why I cover it up. Dude, it's so out of touch. Hey, man, Facebook's been around since 1940. You don't need to fucking... Hey, so let the conversation begin. Hey, man, the conversation's been going on since the year 1816. Just because you're on Facebook doesn't mean Facebook started. Hey, guess what I bought yesterday? A car. I get in that car. Look, at first I didn't know about this car thing. But then my friend told me about these beautiful little pods that you just get in. They got four wheels and another wheel in front of you, and you could just steer around. Well, I like that. And then when the gas gets low, because that's what it runs on, you just stop by a place. It's called the gas station. And you just reload the gas, and you can just drive wherever you want. Well, I really like that. So let the driving begin. Hey, they invented a car in the year six. Dude, I feel like Garth Brooks is so goddamn out of touch that you'd be like, hey, Garth, how much is a carton of milk? And he would say, $75. <laughs> I think we did that bit on fucking 10-minute podcast. The fucking something like that. I don't remember. Where I think I played Garth Brooks or something, and then I don't remember. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I played me. I was being me, and I was pretending that I, I didn't like. I was. I made so much money or some shit, and then Will Sasso said, "Wow, you're really out of touch. How much is a carton of milk?" And I think I said seven fifty or some shit. I don't remember. Not like that. Well, I really like that. So fucking creepy. Um, man, I love, I love it, but he has like legit fan. He has legit fans that he has legit fans. So for fuck's sake, man, he did start the conversation for a lot of people. I'm sure people joined Facebook because they heard that this motherfucker had made a Facebook video. Garth's on Facebook. I'm getting on there. He's on Facebooks. I'm getting on there. Gotta give me one. Of, hey, Maggie, get my shirt with the two that the two shirts. Get my shirt that's black on one side, teal on the other. And get my hat. Gotta cover my pussy. Tom John Facebook. <laughs> well, I'll be. Let's get this conversation started. Get my goddamn keyboard. Send. What up, Garth? How's this work? Dude, country's so big in Canada, and that's fucking hilarious. The more north you get, the bigger it gets. The more north you get, the bigger it gets. That's so funny. The more south you get, the bigger it gets in America, and then people are like, okay, well, fuck this country stuff. And then the more north you get, the bigger it gets. What's up with fucking extremities that they need country, dude? 
Oh, my dog's gone. And they buy it for $1.99 on iTunes. Oh, it's good, eh? Oh, for fuck's sake, man. Really, 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 really. But, but, so he's got legit fans. You know, you have fans if you do something and if you have talent. You have fans if you work hard and you gain a fan base. You don't have fans if you just have people that like your pictures on Instagram or favorite your tweets. Therefore, if you've got a few thousand people following you on social media and you refer to them as fans, buy a boat, buy some bags, buy some sand, buy some rope, take the boat out into the ocean, fill the bags with sand, tie one end of the rope onto the bags, and tie the other end of the rope onto each one of your ankles and jump overboard. Dude, you don't have fans if you don't do shit. Okay? You don't have fans if you don't do shit. And that goes all the way up to Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian doesn't have fans. She has likers. She has followers. And I don't know if she says, hey, thanks for all my fans, whatever. No. You can't be a fan of somebody if they don't do shit. You're only a fan of somebody if they have talent and they fucking implement it in some way in their life. You can't even be, you you can't be a fan of somebody that sits around. You're a loser if you like that. What does that say about you? Some guy named Craig doesn't have fans. He just has friends and not friends. That's what you got. If you got, do something. And I don't mean, by the way, models have fans. Because they fucking work hard. They do their fucking poses. They know what the fuck's up. But nah, you don't have fans if you just take some fucking pictures near a bike. You don't. Would you take one of those pictures where, where, you're, where, you're, where you're running in sand and you're holding a hand behind you and whoever's holding the, your hand is taking the picture and the only pers- per part of the other picture you could see of the person is their hand holding your hand? You don't have fans. Wish I could go back. Comment if you're a fan. Bye. You know what it is for you? Closing time. Get a job, goddamn it. I get it, bro. But no. You don't have fans. You got you got people that are watching you. You got creeps. You chick, you got guys that want to fuck you. You got guys in Dubai that comment under your th- shit. Love your sexy tits. Fuck it, you know? And if you're a dude... Well, I've talked about this already. And it's only episode six I'm repeating. If you're a fucking dude model, you're... uh, I I learned that the most well-paid male model makes $1.5 million a year. That's the most well-paid male model. The richest male model makes $1.5 a year. That's fucking... So, that's really sad, actually. I mean, look, making a million point five a year is amazing, but that's the top of the profession? That means that there's so many dudes out there 
working out so hard and eating kale and a cardboard fucking card for breakfast and they're making like $3,000 a year. That's fucked up. Dude, if you're a male model, you're a chair. That's what you are. The girl sits on you and then the girl girl makes fucking 25K for the day. And they go like this to you. Thanks. And then you go to eat craft service and they're like, no, 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 that's for her. And then she doesn't even need it because she's like, I, I can't. Trying to keep, I don't want to be fat. Oh my God. I don't want to be fucking fat. Yeah. Don't call your fucking people that are looking at you fans if you don't do shit. Um, but you know, what do I know? All right. Well, I don't know what the fuck else to talk about, dude. I fucking really went hard for like 35 minutes and now I'm just like, oh, I got, you know what I could do? I could look at the fucking hashtags is what I can do. I can, I can look at the hashtag of congratulations pod. That's how I, that's how I, that, by the way, do that. That's how I, um, uh, get, get questioned. I take questions from you. Just tweet me. Congratulations pod. And, uh, and you can do that. All right, let's see here. Let's hear what I got. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is what I wanted to talk about. This guy writes, by the way, rate and review will be really awesome. Um, we have like a lot of, actually a lot of ratings, which is really cool, especially for one that just started out. Um But this review is at the top, and it's from February 7th. I don't know how they do this, by the way, because... The reviews are all over the place. Like it's like February 7th and then here's one from the 21st and then here's one. Got a lot of good ratings, which is great. Thank you so much for doing that. And and you can leave comments. This dude reviews my fucking podcast and this is what the heading of it is. I'm gay now. And then he writes, literally as soon as I turn on the podcast, uh, sorry, literally as soon as I turn the podcast on, I, beca- I became gay. I pressed the play button and then immediately I sucked three dicks. To completion, in parentheses. I never thought that would happen to me. I've always felt that being gay was wrong, but my but I'm balls deep in a Haitian while I type this. Well, this guy's definitely a homophobic and maybe racist, so that's cool. But he gave me five stars. So, thanks. I don't know why this happened. The podcast is great, and Chris is great. I'm not saying you're going to be gay if you listen to it or anything, just in case anybody was worried out, out there. Uh, I'm just saying that's what happened to me. Wow. Well, uh, you know, hey, he gave me five stars, so I appreciate that. That was tweeted to me by, somebody tweeted me that, Corey Berkman. Corey Berkman sounds like a fake name. What are you, a character in a movie? Corey Berkman sounds like the fucking guy who owns the opposite company that comes in and tries to bury your company in the movie, like in a Vince Vaughn movie that didn't make much money. Hi, oh, great. Here comes Corey Berkman. And Vince Vaughn's like, I'll deal with it. And then just fucks it up worse. That's what your name is. Um, Corey Berkman. Man, that's a bitch-ass name. I mean, I'm sure you're a nice guy. Uh, uh, if What the fucking kind of question is that? I think people just ask questions to ask questions. 
worst first date experience you've had or heard of someone having? Dude, I actually had it. I went on a date once. It was the first date with the girl. You'll know why. Obviously, this was the first one. Um, and she was this Russian girl. Um, and she, we were having dinner. Oh, God, this was so long ago. And she told me that, because she had a kid, and the kid was like three, and she was like, just casually was like, was like, you know, because when, wait, what's the Russian? You know, because when, um, after I, uh, after I had um, my son, I had a very bad depression in, and um, I was so bad, I wanted to kill him. Oh, dinner's over. Hey, don't say that on the first date or any date. She told me she wanted to fucking she her depression was so bad that she was nervous. She had to she wanted to kill her son. Oh. Hey, what's crazier? That or telling somebody that on their first date. I went, "Oh, uh, uh, I like was like, "Oh, you wanted to oh, you wanted to kill your son?" And she said, "Yeah, it was really bad." The worst Russian accent ever, but you know what I mean? Real bad. Real bad mom. Real bad mom. Hey, real bad mom. I don't mean to harp on the postpartum depression. I know it's a real thing. I get it. But Jesus Christ, man. Uh, This is a comedy podcast, so if you're thinking about complaining about what I just said, fuck you. Um, Yeah. What's the worst place you ever had to sleep on the road when you were coming up as a comedian? This is from Peter. Um, I don't know, you know, not really. I just, hotels, that's it. What did you expect? A, a trench. One time I slept in a trench. Um, and I put leaves over it because it was raining. It was in Vietnam. I was doing a show in Vietnam. <laughs> uh, but yeah. This is interesting. Thoughts on murder podcasts. I, I actually, this is from HLL. Snoilelia. Change your name. And um, um, you get to pick your Twitter handle. Change it. Snoilelia. Change it. You Star Wars character? No? Change it. Snoilelia. Um, I just started listening to a, a murder podcast. Gar- murder Garage or some shit. America, some murder garage or some, I don't know what the fuck. Actually, here, let me look it up. It was about a murder. My opener told me to listen to it, which me immediately makes me want to not like it because you know when you have friends that suggest you shit and you're like, eh, fuck you, I'm not going to like it because you're, you're shitty and you don't like, have good taste. You know how you do that? If you don't hate your friends, you ain't shit. Let me tell you for real. True Crime Garage is what it's called. True Crime Garage. And it it was pretty good. I just listened to one about some yogurt murders, yogurt shop murders in Austin. Um, uh, it's kind of fucking. I don't know. Austin yogurt murder, oh, yogurt shop murders, is what it's called. Then I googled it a little bit, and there wasn't much on it. How are there not movies about all this shit? Why do they make these shitty crime movies? And then they don't take these movies and make them real movies. They made a movie about the West Memphis Three. This is how dumb I am. I watched the documentaries on the West Memphis Three about how these kids were 16 and just because the cops wanted them to go to jail because they said they worshipped the devil or some shit or they were into like rock music that they put them in jail and they thought they, they killed these other kids and they didn't do it. 
they didn't do it and um they put them in jail for a long time and then they got out even though they're still like convicted murderers they they let them out because they couldn't overturn it or some shit but they let them out i watched the three documentaries about them and then just turned on a movie with colin firth and reese witherspoon and i was watching this fucking movie about this crime and then at the end i realized oh this was the movie based on those documentaries i had no idea that's how dumb i was and the movie took place in west memphis and at the end it was like this never they never found this that and that i was like oh this shit's the fucking west memphis three colin firth playing a colin firth playing a southern guy is amazing by the way he's he's amazing he's a great actor actor and he did a great job but look at colin firth to look at Colin Firth and not be like, oh, he's British, is like, it's just not going to happen. That's like looking at Denzel Washington and being like, he's a white guy. He's so the most British-looking guy. It, just, it was hard for me to buy it, but he was so good. He really is so good. He's so good in the fucking um, stuttering movie. Stuttering King, what the fuck's it called? King Speech, where he's just like, lie, 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 where he's like trying to fucking speak. Lie, 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 lie. It's so good because it's like, it kind of looks like he's bad acting, but he like flipped it on its ass where you're like, dude, maybe that's really what it is like. Lie, 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 I lie, I'm the king. Lie, 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 I'm speaking. I, I lie, lie, lie. It was so good, dude. He was so good. It's just all close up of him fucking trying to speak. Lie, 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 and it's so uncomfortable. He's good. He deserved the Oscar, but he's British. Lie, 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 lie. That's how British he is. Even when he stutters, he's like, "Oh, lie, lie. Uh, what's going on? Oh, I can't. What crap? No, that's Australian. I was going to say crikey. T." Uh, tea and crumpers. <laughs> um, yeah, but the movie uh, Devil's Knot is what it's called. And um, it was uh, it was okay. It was okay. It was it was okay. They're good actors, man. Reese Witherspoon's fucking good. And uh, Colin Firth is good. And the other guy in there was good, too, who's really good. And I don't. I I actually met him like fucking tw- shit, man. It must be over twenty years ago now in Hollywood, and he hadn't been working, and now he works all the time. Um, and I haven't talked to him in a long, long time. But he's a great fucking actor. Uh, Devil's Knot. I'll look him up right here. I can't remember his name. That's how long it's been. I hung out with him maybe three or four times. Uh. He's huge. He's like 6'5 and fucking ripped. And of course, he's not showing up on IMDb. Mm, I got to tell you who he is, though, because I'm giving him a shout out. Fuck is he? Bruce Greenwood's good, too. That's not him. Jesus, he's not. How far down any is it? Is it? He's on that other movie, uh, Legion, with... uh, Bettany, Paul Bettany. Oh, by the way, Paul Bettany is the most British guy ever. Look at him. Imagine playing, trying to play a New York cop. He could probably do it, but Legion. He's on Legion. I'll just look. Not the fucking t- new TV show. The movie. 
Uh, oh, here he is. Kevin Durand. That's his name. Great actor. Oh, yeah. He played fucking, uh, I think he played uh, Sabretooth in the Wolverine movie. He's in The Strain. Of course, he's in Vikings. The guy's fucking 6'5 and looks like a Viking. Yeah, Devil's Not. John Mark Byers he played. He was the guy who probably secretly killed those kids. Um, I like that actor. Uh, he's in Real Steel. Robin Hood, of course. That Logan movie looks fucking awesome. What is it about Hugh Jackman that's so dope? I mean, I know he's handsome and I know he's fucking veined out. I love Hugh Jackman. He's awesome. Uh, I want to see that movie. So cool to be in a blazer and also have those fucking claws, you know? No guy would not see that movie. And then they just call it Logan. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. We'll call it Logan. We don't want to call it Wolverine. If you don't know, fuck you. If you don't know what this is, eh. And then the billboard is just him, his eyes close up and his claws, and he's just teary-eyed, which is like, I drive by down Sunset, and I see that, and I want to pull over, and I'd be like, we're all a little bit Logan. That looks awesome. It looks awesome. I can't wait to see it. Um, Better than Moneyball? Probably not. But, you know, Moneyball was amazing. Philip Seymour Hoffman is so good. How does he play a baseball manager that's such a cock and then also play the guy from Big Lebowski, the butler? That's so good. He's so good, dude. Fuck, he died, man. That's such... That's so fucked, man. I did a table read once with him and I showed up and it was him, Jason Gordon-Levitt, Joseph Gordon... Almost Jones... Edward jo- almost Joseph Gordon and um, Uma Thurman, uh, Joe Montaigne. Uh, by the way, how about Joe Montaigne? How about the fact that in the world there's Joe Montaigne and also Joe Montana? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Chris D'Elia and Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia and Chris D'Elia. Dude, if there was a fucking successful quarterback, the most famous quarterback of all time, Chris D'Elia, I'd jump off a bridge. Joe Montaigne kills it, though. So it was Uma Thurman, Joe Montaigne, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Joseph Borden-Levitt, jo- Joseph Jones-Borden, and so disrespectful, and um, another famous girl that her my, her name escapes me. But she's like really good. I think she played Alice in Wonder Alice in Alice in Wonderland or some shit. And um, like two or three other famous people. And and fucking me, dude. <laughs> like I don't even know. I felt like such a little bitch in there. And they they had everyone had like oh Liv Liv Schreiber was there, who is just. He's like the real-life Darth Vader. When he walks in a room, you're like, oh, fuck, fuck, okay, all right, everybody be cool. I am Liv Schreiber. And he just fucking is awesome. He's like the, the most alpha dude. And he just sits and reads the lines, and he just is like this shit, and he's so good. I want to fight him. That's how good he is. I want to fight him and lose just so he can have another win. 
That's how much I like him. Uh, so yeah. Um, so, so I did the table read and it was uh, a mini series thing. I'm not tr- going to tell you what it's about, whatever, but, uh, cause I don't know when it's coming out or whatever the light of the day. And I know for sure I'm not going to be in it, but everyone else will be. And I'll be like, Oh, that's that movie. Even Philip Seymour Hoffman will be in it. He'll come back from the dead and do it. And they won't give me a part for sure. No doubt. And, um, although not, not, to, not to be, of course that would, I mean, that would make be the most, if fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman did a movie post death, of course that would be, of course everyone will go see that. So yes, put him in the movie. But anyway, eh, Sebek track Givmo. But what I'm saying is that's yeah, that's it was a miniseries. The fucking table read was a nine hours long. And I had all the little bitch parts where I was like, excuse me. And that's my line. But and I played forty seven different people. I played like cop one and cop two. And then look her on her. Made. They even gave me the women parts to just because like they were like Liv Schreiber was like, I want to see him play all the fucking bitch parts. Um, but uh, yeah. So he played Sabretooth too, by the way. He also played Sabretooth. Um, maybe the other guy didn't play Sabretooth. Now that I think about it, I don't know. There were two different Sabretooths. Oh, no, there was a Sabretooth movie, I think. Wasn't there? I don't fucking know. Anyway, did that, and, and uh, it was cool to be in the room with all those people. The room was so small, and I was in a room with so many stars. Um, yeah, and the table read was for a fucking huge director, which I don't want to say because, uh, but, but he, he, uh, yeah, it was awesome. I guess he saw me do stand up and wanted me to come do it and it wasn't a comedy. So I was like so confused. Um, but I don't know. Uh, fuck. It's been 53 minutes, dude. Pretty awesome. Um, I guess I'm fucking running out of steam here, dude. I don't know how these guys talk for three hours. But uh, let's see if there's some more good questions. And if not, I'll wrap it up. Uh, um, huh, somebody just asked me, what do you think of Tom Segura on 10 Minute Pod? I love Tom. I was hanging out with him in Vancouver the other day. Uh, we had dinner. Shout out to Tom Segura. Very funny comedian. Um... Who would win in a fight, Tom Cruise or Leo DiCaprio from Patrick Oshbrenner? That's a cool name. However, his handle is PattyMan69. Change it. Um, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, it's a terrible question, but it's terrible to even think about that. But um, I think that maybe Tom Cruise, because Tom Cruise would... Uh, Probably, um, it probably has more anger. You know what I mean? Tom Cruise probably, he's been famous for a long time. So he probably feels like people don't like him for the real him. Well, no, fuck. Leonardo DiCaprio was famous when he was way longer, actually. A kid. But Tom Cruise is older. Leo would win. Leo would win, I feel like. He's got to have, I don't know, though. Tom Cruise looks like he's got that fucking dark secret, you know? Like he's got like... I don't know. Maybe Tom Cruise. I don't know. You stumped me, bro. Hey, you stumped me, Patty Man 69. Change it. So that's uh, that's it, dude. That's all I got for today. I, I don't have good... There's not good questions I'm seeing. 
Um, but let's go over my tour dates, dude. Crystalia.com. Check it out. I'm a lot of, I'm a lot of, uh, I have a lot of, uh, dates coming up and I, my new special comes out in, on, on, in, on Netflix in like May or June. We don't have a date yet, but before that I'm touring it still before I got to start writing new shit. Um, and I am going to be in Virginia beach, Virginia beach, Raleigh, North Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina, Oxnard, California, Melbourne, Australia, Sydney, Australia, Tempe, Arizona, Phoenix as well, West Palm Beach, Florida, Baltimore, Atlantic City, Huntington, New York, and that is Long Island or yes, I think. Um that's sell that's almost, I think that's sold out that one actually, but maybe not. Check it out. Uh so those are the dates and more also. Crystalia.com. Follow me on Instagram, Crystalia. Um and uh, follow me on Twitter, Crystalia. If you have questions, hit hashtag congratulations pod, right? Congratulations pod. And uh, my Snapchat is Crystalia. So um, until next time, uh, I'll, you'll be able to listen to me again in a week. Oh, subscribe and rate the thing. That really helps if you subscribe and tell your friends about this podcast. Because, bro, if this shit doesn't keep climbing, I'm out, dude. So until next time, waiting game. And oh, right now it's closing time. See you guys later. Thanks for listening.